Hey, Anton. Yeah, Margaret? You know what people don't talk about enough? What? When, after coming back from the football game with Wilhelm, and Simon is talking to Sarah, and he's all giddy, and Sarah says, isn't the thing about the royal family is they can never change. Welcome to People Don't Talk About Young Royals. I'm Margaret. My pronouns are they, them. And I'm Anton. My pronouns are he, they. And we're people here to discuss the show our friends are sick of hearing us talk about. If that sounds like you, stick around. If your friend's sending this podcast out of a desperate attempt to get you to watch Young Royals, take this as a sign. Go watch Young Royals, then come back to this podcast. Margaret, what are we talking about today? Today we will be having a character discussion of Sarah in episode... Two of season one. Almost forgot about the episode we were talking about. Um, <laughs> having decided we have no choice but to stand. Woohoo! I also need you to know that in our, like, not the cold open, but the intro when we say our pronouns, I almost just read pronouns. I always am afraid <laughs> that one of us is going to do that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Margaret. My pronouns are mar- our pronouns. I'd be like, wait a minute. Yeah. Uh,. Okay. Okay. We're off for a really good start. In this discussion, we won't be summarizing the plot of the episode because we already did that. If you need or want a refresher, head back nine episodes in our oh, feed shit. Uh, to our most recent This Week at Hilarishka for a full breakdown. This episode of session will likely be all over the place, so strap in. You have been warned. All right. So. Yeah. Cold open was... The point of the royal family is that they don't change. Yeah. Uh, So, current plan is to call this episode Sarah the Observant. um, Sure is. Which we we have been applying to her in previous episodes. um, Specifically, Simon's character episode, if I remember right. Um, So, what do we mean by that? Margaret, why did you choose this for your cold open? Um, well, I almost just said it's a very astute observation. I guess that's true. It is. Like, it is definitely, it is probably of the things Sarah says in this episode, and she doesn't have tons of lines, I think the most indicative of a very strong like cultural awareness or just like mm-hmm. like just how to word this like i don't know it's just it is very like, i don't know how to place it because i'm just like where would sarah have heard that or learned that and i, I would imagine like we don't live in a country with has a, that has a monarchy but I guess maybe like it is kind of a thing that people discuss in relation to the monarchy. It's probably probably especially people at Sarah and Simon's social class. Um, yeah, I would assume so, or at least I would guess that based on what she says. Yeah, um, and like I guess from what I understand, um, mm, the purpose of monarchs to be through young royals and also just like generally like in theory uh in like a constitutional slash like parliamentary monarchy um which sweden is i believe uh it is that like i mean 
the phrase that's often used when you describe it in political science classes or like in political science context is that they're a figurehead mm-hmm. um but like more broadly more specifically they are symbols of national unity um national identity mm-hmm. um they are they like literally are the country and represent the country and the people of their country um in a like pretty all-encompassing way mm-hmm. um and i mean the whole idea of transitioning from like absolute monarchy to something that's more democratic but not doing away with the monarchy altogether is from what i understand this idea of like continuity mm-hmm. like a connection to your past um that is a more fluid transition than uh like something like a france which i know france france after the french revolution french the french france did briefly have king again but um like still like that's pretty like it famous a famously violent revolution that pretty it was a pretty severe cut off for the monarchy I love France. how we're having a character episode and we're talking about the French Revolution. <laughs> I, well, we're 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 kind of touching into privilege punishment territory, so I guess we probably should table this a little bit. Um, no, this was remarkable. <laughs> but speaking about, so I guess check out wait wait preview for the end of this end of this episode and when we tell you what's next week. Next week is privilege punishment, so I guess Oops, spoiler. Just I'll just. <laughs> I'll bring. I'll go come back to the French Revolution in a week. Um, but I'm so excited. Is but, the French Revolution your Roman Empire? Be honest. <laughs> no, I don't know that much that, <laughs> that much about it. Um, I would I honestly probably know a bit more about the English English Civil War because of being an English major. Um, but Nerd. anyways, <laughs> I love you. Uh, <laughs> love you too. Um, but relating back to Sarah. Something that we have, I think, talked about in previous episodes, but at least definitely off pod about something we appreciate about her in this episode and why we're standing here is that she is a person who she is, I think it's Simon who talks about his grades a lot in this episode, Mm -hmm. but Sarah wouldn't also be going to Hilarishka, I think, if she wasn't also quite like stu- like studious and capable um, oh yeah i mean they like still she, had to get in she, right exactly like she had to she had to repeat a grade yes but we know the extending circumstances of that and it and like with the very little that we know about her bullying like it i think that had to have probably largely been like the sole reason she was held back because like she seems to have she seems to present like no trouble um, oh yeah because like did she say what her grade is when simon yeah, asks it's like a b plus or something oh yeah 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 um and so like simon who is like always gotten a's on tests has now gotten a worse grade than his sister i believe because what does he get on the test. I'm just like spacing. Was it like a C? 
Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, like, she's now doing, like, regardless of what her grades were before, she's, like, doing better than Simon, at least in math. And so it's, like, this is all, this is all just going to say that she is an especially aware character and a smart character. Like, she puts things together um, based on... Honestly, seemingly what many people are probably going to write off as, like, random details. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm thinking largely around what we talked about so far is, like, the way that she's been sussing out women. Um, uh, like, Big time. From, like, frankly, pretty obvious context clues that, like, well, yeah. that, like, like Simon's giggle specifically. Like, that's pretty obvious. Um, but... Just we uh, we talked about in our probably our last Sarah character episode, which just feels like a, a while ago. Um, yeah, when we record that, like in May, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, <laughs> like we we talked about how in in Sarah's line to Simon in episode one of. Uh, it wasn't about me um, when she was like, when, when Felice was like going off at her and then, and Simon was like, well, she shouldn't treat you like that. But she's like, it wasn't about me. Um, like I remember talking about how, even though it might be like a methodical or like logistical thing where she's like gone through like other, like all the different ways it could potentially be about her and then like eliminated them potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like, Fully speculation, but I'm kind of just from the way that I from the little we've gotten so far about like how Sarah's brain potentially works. Um, like you have a character who does spend a lot of time thinking about other people and her relations to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, like the line we keep talking about because it gets us every time I do want friends or something like, something like that. Yeah. Uh, or I would know. I would like friends, I think is how mm-hmm. the subtitles translate it. Um, but um, like, I think you then kind of expand that out to someone who just probably just picks up details from the from like random places and just kind of does build like we all like 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 we all do but like like builds an understanding of the world like based on things that she knows to be true and like understands um and like it is i think it's interesting seeing her in that scene with Simon, like interacting with, frankly, a totally different version of her brother, <laughs> like, time. Um, and like trying to like incorporate that into her understanding of the world, um, because, uh, like, I fr- frankly, I feel like I, I'm I do not think I uh, have that extensive knowledge of autism as i probably would like to but like my 
understanding of it is that I is that encountering like like new or like unfamiliar ideas or like behaviors mm-hmm. um can be like difficult or like hard to parse sometimes if you haven't been kind of necessarily told like relating to like social like social interactions especially like that like this means this especially if it's like not literal mm-hmm. um does that make sense I, i'm trying to figure out if i make sense yeah it makes sense i also just don't know enough about autism yeah to uh add to this <laughs> yeah <laughs> Unfortunately. right no yeah so um if we do have any autistic listeners out there feel free to drop us a dm like i'm fully open to being like totally wrong uh like i i like i've oh, for i've sure. i've seen a fair amount of tiktoks from autistic people like i like I, i've like watched like 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 most of my understanding of autism comes from the what like autistic content creators have said about their own autism and so it's like i as people for people who neither of us experience it firsthand like this our understanding is definitely not holistic so i think separating sarah from her diagnosis um which is exactly what felice does in this episode um Mm -hmm. of being like she is the most authentic person yeah and part of that does feel tied to the way that i see her interacting with other people and like with the world at large because like she is a person we haven't really used this word to describe her yet but i think she's definitely a rather blunt person mm-hmm. when it comes down to it um like it um i mean something that fleece like f- seems to find remarkable about her in the first episode is that like she like says what's on her mind and like we've been saying this like daring to point out things but, like mm-hmm. other people wouldn't point out and i think it's like the way she understands the world does seem to kind of be like based on like truths i don't know like like yeah. like it's, like like if like if this is if this is true then th- then yeah. then 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 why and so it's like encountering something where you're like okay you're saying people can change you're tra- but you're talking about that relating to the royal family which doesn't or a member of the ro- a member of the royal family which doesn't change which could i guess potentially be a case of her taking something literally where um like cuz in a lot of ways i think metaf- i mean not like literally literally but like metaphorically the royal family never changes i think it is often like needs to represent you need to represent the past which means like not representing mm-hmm. um like newer values essentially um but i think uh like the like i'm trying to trying to it's 
I mean, with 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 Sarah, wording can sometimes the wording of these things can sometimes be difficult because Margaret and I have talked about this off pod. Like Sarah, she is like she's Sarah, she's Simon's brother, and is becoming and is like becoming one of Felicia's good friends, and she's and 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 so like she's very much one of our core five and like connected in with this group. Mm-hmm. But we really have only caught glimps- glimpses of her so far. Yeah, um, we don't get a lot of Sarah screen time um, in and so, these episodes that we've that we're talking about. Y- yeah, and so like it's hard to based on this current content like really fully delve into her brain. Yeah, and so like I guess for the rest of this character episode, I guess we should. I think we should probably try to just walk through the episode's events, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, with you. And, like, for, like, from Sarah's perspective. Yeah, what do you think do is, is kind of a helpful thing that I think we kind of did with Felice a little bit, if I remember. Um, it's been a bit for us listeners. So, um, but Sarah, she begins the episode, like, hoping to that, that her conversation with Felice the party did something and realizing it didn't mm-hmm. um that's then, when fleece ignores her in class yes or before class ignores her in class. Walking. yeah before yeah. class yeah yeah um and sarah um she makes the like pretty like bold i mean what i view is kind of the bold decision but also but she would probably view it uh, I mean, in the context of her epithet from last episode, Sarah the Honest, like, she was, like, she was told a thing that she doesn't see as true. Mm-hmm. Um, and she responded, honestly. <laughs> like, it was, like, like, she's, like, like Felice is, like, and you don't even, and you, you, like, don't even care if, like, you have friends or you're popular. She's, like, I would like to have friends. Yeah. But, like, in its own way, I, I find that bold because it is a like it's a it's a it's a vulnerable thing to say, and I think there's it's very vulnerable. There's definitely a part of her that rec that, that like recognizes that, even though like it is the truth. So it's like she's she's telling she's she is telling the truth, but it's like it, she says it a little, she says it like a little softly and a little like it's like slight like slight like slightly embarrassed. I think um, yeah, but it does. I think. I mean, we keep talking about that moment for a reason. Like, that it really does start connecting us with this character and, like, yeah. wanting her to find community, mm-hmm. which she does start doing in this episode. And so with Wilhelm and Simon, I feel like we really have framed these standing conversations. And we'll end with Eric as, like, a do we, like like their actions on the whole and like do we mm-hmm. like approve of their actions and like sarah as a person who again we kind of only catch glimpses of um i feel like i might have even said this last cycle like i'm standing sarah because i keep wanting to see more of her yeah and i feel the same way about this episode cycle just because we don't see a lot of her yeah that it's hard to be like i love her actions in this episode because it's like she has like very few lines yeah but i guess standing i think in this context i guess just be a little bit like a, of a softer 
stand, I guess, in the probably not in the traditional definition of standing her. I think it's more like we are like on her side, Mm -hmm. essentially. Like we are rooting for her and like support her and her endeavors um, to find community and make friends. And like we see a we we like see a person who has definitely been hurt in the past mm-hmm. and is working through what is frankly and or at least like quite likely a traumatic experience yeah and putting herself out there and that's i think worthy of so like oh, like, worthy sure. worthy worthy of standing and i mean i'll, I'll i can i guess i'll just jump right to it um i wrote this i wrote this a bit a, a bit ago but um i re- for like my summary for this episode i wrote like sarah supports her brother and honestly communicates her emotional needs yeah and that that's essentially why we stand her like mm-hmm. she is a person who is like there for the people in her life and she it is trying to connect with people and that's Mm -hmm. worthy of standing if i've ever heard of anything worthy of standing yeah i agree um i'm trying to think if there's anything more we have to add i don't think so these character episodes are getting real short yeah well i guess (laughs) the one scene that i feel like we probably shouldn't gloss over uh even though it does happen really quick it does like but it ties it in with sarah the observant and again it does kind of tie into like speculation that we can't really be doing um one because we know one because we kind of we know we know the answer but like it is like is like in the in the library scene um Mm. and her interactions with august like i'm just like putting myself in sarah's shoes (laughs) for this episode and i'm just like i think i and i think i remember doing that like for love among royals and still just being equally as confused as i am right now about like how I would even possibly take that situation. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd be confused. I'd also probably ask my brother, but Yeah. If she does do that, it's not we don't see it. Right. And like, I don't know how many like weird conversations Sarah has with total strangers on a daily basis, but like I can also see a world and maybe this is the only child in me where I'm just, where like I I don't think of confiding in a sibling in that way, but like I am just like that was just so weird that I feel like I would just like choose to forget about it. <laughs> nah, I'd be like Ben. What the hell was that? Ben's my older brother. I'd be like Ben. What the hell? <laughs> this yeah. dude was asking me about my diagnoses, and then you barged in to talk about rowing. What the hell was that about? Yeah. But I am also nosy by nature. Yeah, so. and I think there could be just kind of an inherent thing where it's like, especially like knowing si- knowing Simon as much as we do. Um, I don't know if like Sarah would maybe not necessarily even jump to the idea that Simon is being like in some way deceitful. Um, yeah. Or like That's that true. there would be like something though. At least there would there necessarily would be something sus going on. Like she looks after them in like confusion. But mm-hmm. it's like, as much as she's like quite uh, quite observant, like I don't think she has enough information to even piece any any of that together. Yeah, um, I mean, she wouldn't expect that her brother is giving drugs to August. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like, who would jump there? <laughs> like, it's like, <laughs> like, knowing that Simon is into Wilhelm is totally different from this situation. Um, so. Yeah. So it really comes down to Sarah in this episode continues to be someone who the characters around her are trying to protect her. Mm-hmm. Uh, learning to support her in the case of Felice um, or um, are trying to get something out of her <laughs> and exploit her um, in the case of August. Um, yeah. And so in none of these is she necessarily that much of an active participant. Mm-hmm. Um, like Felice is her, her storyline with Felice is probably the closest um, to kind of her by saying I would like friends, like facilitating that connection and moving that moving that along. Yeah. But other than that, like she's a character that like means a whole heck of a lot in this story, but we mm-hmm. definitely haven't dove in much into her. Right. Like we have still yet to have a scene. I would argue that the dinner table scene is from her perspective. Mm-hmm. Um with Giddy Simon. Um, I could get behind that argument. But it's not totally from her perspective because it shifts halfway through to being from Simon's perspective. Because when he, as soon as he gets the text from Wilhelm, we are over yeah. her shoulder and, and Sarah is not. Um, right. And so, like, we get her perspective long enough to know, like, she is clocking her brother's weird behavior. Yeah. <laughs> and we get, like, her perspective for, like, a split second at horror movie night, mm-hmm. knowing that she's observed something um next next to her um but that is still very much her her like perspective like related to other characters and so like she's still definitely a like it's she's let's have it it's a it's not an original joke uh doesn't matter because it's literally a reference uh but it's also not i'm not anyways she's like an onion or like an ogre. And that she has layers. And we haven't gone deep enough yet. God damn it. Can I tell you a secret? What? I hate onion. Mm. It feels like raw bugs onion? in my mouth. Raw onion or... or all of or it. Or just all, all onion. It's mm. a texture thing. I cannot get behind it. Onion mm. powder? Okay. Whatever. Sure. Fine. Like, you the flavor put... is fine. It's just the texture thing. The texture is a sensory nightmare. Mm. Uh, well, 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 while we're sharing those things, it's not it's not food-related, um, but it's something that, like, makes me, like, wildly uncomfortable. I don't know if it's, like, literally uh, a misophonia, like, like that this actually caused me, like, physical pain, like, this, this sound, but mm-hmm. I know something that is, like, worse than nails on a chalkboard for me personally is any interaction with styrofoam okay yes because i will spend the extra like three or four dollars or whatever it is to buy eggs that are in cardboard both because it's better for the environment and because styrofoam makes me violent yeah i mean specifically like if you just uh, a person's hand touching styrofoam is like barely bearable but like if it's styrofoam against other styrofoam out of here the squeak yeah i'm glad this makes is me one, a thing we share 
It absolutely <laughs> yeah. is. I fucking hate styrofoam. So yeah. Sorry for any styrofoam stands out there. Um, I'm sorry. If you're a styrofoam stand, what are you doing? It's so bad for the environment. <laughs> it's, um, it's an environmental nightmare. Did you so, know packing peanuts dissolve in water? Some of them? I, uh, hello? I don't know how much of this I'm going to be able to cut, but Margaret just left the meeting. That's that's fun. I'm just staring at my own face. I don't know what the hell just happened. Hi. That was so scary. Our call just dropped in the middle of a yeah, sentence. I, yeah, I, I was like, I don't know how much of this I'm going to cut, but I'm just looking at myself on the face because Margaret's just left the call. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Uh, you're good. Um... I think this is a sign this episode should be done soon. Probably. And like now. Um, uh, so. Oh, yeah, you're, you're doing the outro. So um. I sure am. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to keep up to date with when we release new episodes and other pod related announcements, you can check out our Instagram at people don't talk about. And we made a threads. It's the same username. So yep. it's called threads. Same, ha- same handle. Same handle. Probably. Yeah. Is it is it called threads or is it thread? It's threads, yeah. Threads. Well, plural, yeah. I sound like a fucking boomer. Okay. Um <laughs> Our next episode will be Pride Privilege and punish. Punishment. Privilege Punishment. You always Privilege. like to say you also always like to make a Jane Austen novel. I you did literally do that once and I couldn't even we couldn't even I couldn't even I forget I forgot to correct you on the actual episode and it's still it's like Am I you? Listen, like what is happening? Eagle eye eagle eye eagle eyed listen eagle-eared listeners that's not a phrase but like we'll probably I like that. tell that you previously did say uh, uh pride and pre- pride and punishment um why do i do that privilege and punishment yeah <sighs> i just said that's literally a combination of crime and punishment and pride and prejudice <laughs> i don't need i've never read and or seen pride and prejudice and for some reason, it's just really locked in my little rat brain. Hmm. I know. Yeah. Um, um, but our next episode will be <laughs> not a Jane Austen novel. Yeah, it'll. This is the longest outro we've ever had, hands down. Oh, for sure. But you cannot cut. A, no, you cannot cut a single <laughs> second of this outro. This is <laughs> okay. star quality material right here. Okay. Um. So stay tuned. <laughs> and with well, that, it'll be it'll be privilege punishment. About season one and episode two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same episode. Season one, episode two. Uh, still, wait, you, you, you get how it works by now. Uh, privilege punishment. All you, all you need to really know punishment. is that the character episodes are donezo. We're, we're They're done. donezo. Eric had one scene in this episode. He's not getting a character episode this time. So but just know that we stand. We do, we do, we we do, but we're not making an episode about it. Okay. All right. Um, that felt that felt weird and mean and blunt. I'm sorry, but we're, we're, anyways. Take us out. <laughs> I'm, I'm being and with that, <laughs> all that's left to say is, let's start a revolution, baby. baby.